a lot of people, when they talk about systems, they say, oh, you have to get ClickFunnels or you have to get this one software. It's going to solve all your problems. And it doesn't. Guess what? Because you have to actually put stuff into that system to make it move. Welcome to Monday Mornings with Michelle, the new business podcast. Whether you're kicking off your day or kickstarting your business, Michelle is going to kick your ass into next week with the essential fours. Strategy, systems, support, and state of mind. Now, welcome to center stage, Michelle Nedelec. Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec, and I am super glad that you're here with us today because I have an amazing guest. Katrina, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thanks, Michelle, for having me. Woo. <laughs> awesome. So give us a 5,000 foot view of who you are and what you love to do. I'm someone who loves to help people make money. <laughs> yeah. oh, my favorite topic. Excellent. <laughs> right? right? It's, uh, so many people, a lot of people don't focus on the money and that's a mistake and that's why they're not bringing it in, right? And there's ways to focus on it without looking sleazy or whatever. So we just, we have to know that we deserve to make a lot more money and make an impact in the process, of course. Nice. So if you're looking for the direction that that conversation is going, you got to check out my other podcast, The Little Blue Pill for Business, but we'll talk about that one later. Right now, we're going to talk about you. So how did you get into like helping people with their businesses and particularly focusing on the money? Yeah, one of my last jobs in the J-O-B world was uh, advertising sales for the local newspaper. Okay, this was 22 years ago. So the newspaper was still kind of a Back thing. Back when there were newspapers. There's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. some people still reading the newspaper. My mom, a couple of her <laughs> friends, whatever. But yeah, I was selling ads for the newspaper. And uh, I would you know, go around town, knock on doors. I was in the chamber. I knew how to talk to people locally. And what I saw was... People were passionate about whatever it is they sold, but they didn't always know all the different pieces about being a successful, profitable business. So um, in lieu of, you know, sometimes I would just tell them what to do and they didn't buy an ad. Sometimes they would buy an ad, but I would make them do certain things. And then so they could get more results when people came into their store or whatnot and to do the follow-up and the sales upsells from there. And so I would, I just was more consultative because people were going out of business all the time. So I just found a love for small businesses in that stage and thought I need to go help them. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> right? That's awesome. We love small business for that. I love their enthusiasm and their creativity, but when it comes to their business sense, it's like, um, honey, <laughs> you really need to work on that. So yeah. when you're working with your clients now and helping them to obviously jumpstart their business, what, um, well, let's start off with who do you love to work with? So who is your favoriteest of all to work with? I, I love to work with somebody who's really ready to make a big impact and who wants to embrace more in their own life more love in their life, more joy, more happiness, more freedom, and more financial rewards, right? So somebody who's really ready. Not everybody's ready, you know? Totally and they're just kind of settling. I say, don't settle. Don't settle for mediocre, you know, profits and crappy clients or a job that you hate. Stop settling and really go after what you want because the grass is greener. Nice. Love that. So what are some of the aspects that you're trying to get people to comprehend and understand in order to be successful in their business? 
Yeah. One of the biggest things I think is prioritizing your to-dos. Too many people have the wrong order of importance, I say. They're doing things out of order of importance to reach their goals. And usually the first uh, goals are to make a lot more money, right? Because when the money comes in, then it gives you more freedom to actually hire the team and do a bigger website or whatever and get more things, you know, invest back in yourself at all. So we got to find the money to do the things. So we have to get more clients. And a lot of times people are focused on making a flyer or a specific post on social media that they think is going to change the world when nobody even sees it, right? Like, so you have, there's so many other things you need to be doing to really attract those clients so that the cash flow comes in. You got to focus on the sales conversation and what to say and how to really make people want to raise their hand or give you their credit card, right? And not in a in a, in an authentic way for each person. So that's the first thing is prioritizing your to dos, and sometimes that comes with getting more organized. So a lot of times I'm looking at people's calendars, and some people don't have calendars, and some people are very unorganized with how they're going through their day to day. I had one client who, for example, would put, well, I have to pay this bill or I have to whatever. And she would put it as a time slot on her day. I'm like, why are you blocking out a half an hour to pay one bill? Like, that's just silly. Like, if you're going to make a to-do list for the day, like, put it at the top of the calendar and put a whole bunch of things in it, but don't block out time. She, she would look at her calendar and say, well, I don't have any time to talk to clients or market my business because she's got all these stupid things in there. They're not stupid, but they're not prioritize well in her calendar. And so when I freed up her space, she thought, oh, I can meet with people all the, you know, all these times. So great. You know, so it was just the littlest thing sometimes you don't see when someone's looking outside, looking in on your business and what you're doing and how you're doing it. I see things in systems and I think I see systems is another thing that people don't have enough systems in order to reach a lot more people and make a lot more money. And so they're bogged down with every touching every little thing in the process of meeting anybody, right? Mm-hmm. So there's priorities, systems. <laughs> I mean, we could go on, right? It's confident. And we will totally go on. Because <laughs> right. you, you've already unraveled a whole ton of things in there. Because I'm a huge advocate for taking something and putting it into your calendar. But to your point, you don't pay bills while you should be talking to prospects. You don't put that in your prospecting time. You put that in the time when you can't talk to clients and and you have to get things done. And you're not just going to take half an hour to pay one bill. So what else are you doing in that half hour? And how do you cluster that together so that you're doing all of your bill payments, say, at the same time so that you get into a workflow of doing things. But to your point, I don't think people see things that way. I don't think they think that way. And they're, they take a little bit of information from a coach that they might've heard and go, Oh, okay, I'll put this stuff in my calendar, but they're not <laughs> taking it to the next level of, I don't know if it's thinking about, you know, how does this um, affect my day? What a, you know, what is it that you think that somebody's going through when they, they just don't, um, they don't know what they don't know in order to make it right. smooth. What's going well, this on? Is one thing I love about Zoom is, uh, you know, I've been coaching people all over the world for many years, but it was on the phone before Zoom, right? Before we could really do video calls. And yeah, there was Skype, but I hated Skype. And like, and so, anyways, that <laughs> I can actually do a screen share and I can see someone's desktop. I had a client once when I finally saw their desktop and there was folders and files all over the place. I was like, 
holy cow, that's like having stacks and stacks of stuff all over your desk. Like you're in, you're in chaos over there. We need to like, do you not know how to stack the things on your desktop? And she didn't know. And I'm like, oh my God, simple. Right click, chunk, stack. They just like shrunk. And I'm like, she's like, oh my God. Like, right. It's just those things that, I mean, her life was, there's so many other things to, to, you know, enhance. I won't say fix, but enhance. And, uh, but that was one of the things when she opened her desktop, she was like, oh, should we close it because it's a nightmare. So you just don't know what you don't know. When I look at someone's calendar and I see those and I see like all these time slots all taken, I'm like, well, what's this for? And what's that for? And how are you like, you need to put these somewhere else. Like, you know, or I'd see a big blank open space. I'm like, okay, well, we need to put some time blocks in here of what you're going to do to get the client to fill the space. Right. So there's so many things. Uh, I can see someone's, you know, physical space where they can show me. And I mean, I pride myself on being a super organized, uh, productive person. And people are always saying, you must work 24 seven. I'm like, no, first of all, I have a team. I have lots of systems and I have boundaries for when I'm working and I'm super hyper productive during that time. And I don't mess around. Right. So Nice. So let's talk about systems because I also think it it pertains to everything in that you've organized their desk and now they're going, oh, how do I find anything? <laughs> because yeah. they, they don't understand that whole systemization of thoughts as opposed to what I think is kind of tactical of I need to do this, therefore I go do that. And it's like, whoa, there's this whole thing going on here that you're not getting. So talk to me about systems one in general why do we need them and what kind of systems can help us to streamline business yeah there's i've got a system for almost everything right and it's not necessarily a software it's a process it's a strategy and a process it can be software to help you implement the system but that's not what i'm talking about a lot of people when they talk about systems they say oh you have to get click funnels or you have to get this one software it's going to solve all your problems and it doesn't guess what because you have to actually put stuff into that system to make it move right and so many people invest in certain softwares and then don't do all the little pieces and then they don't really have a cohesive system so mostly we're talking about lead generation marketing follow-up and sales systems because that's what runs your business is that stuff and it could be a system on how you delegate to your team. It could be having weekly calls with your main assistant so you can unload the stuff out of your head and they can take it and record it and go off and do it, right? That's a system is having a set call time with your team. If you don't have a team yet, maybe it's a system for client uh, generation. It could be like you do, I have a client who does a Freedom Fridays, a Facebook Live on every Friday, and she brings in guests, but sometimes she's by herself. And it's for the purpose of uh, sharing what she does and also having people experience her. So people will raise their hand to work with her or they'll take a next step and get on her email list and pull them off of social media. But that could be a system for you to have a set thing every one day a week or something like that. Um, just like you have a podcast, right? So a system could be like, okay, well, you have a new client. What's the onboarding process? What are you going to send them via email? Are you going to send them something on the phone, uh, via phone? Are you going to send something in the mail? Because you should, if you're getting a new client, you should send something in the mail these days. Too many, I have so many people that compliment me on my follow-up system. Um, even today alone, the, earlier today, she's like, oh, I'm so impressed that you actually called me yourself after I signed up for your thing. And I'm like, I it was hard for me to tell her, but I'm like, 
it was kind of an, uh, it was a recorded thing and she didn't know it was because I sounded so good on the recording and so personal that I'm sure many, many other people think it's that, but I mean, I, I used to call every single person that I would meet and follow up with. Now there's just too many, there's thousands. I can't possibly do that. I want to. So I created a really good message and I send it in a way that makes it, um, feel good received. I also mail stuff. I mean, there's just so many different things, but those little things that I mentioned are huge in attraction. I love that because I also think a lot of people think as soon as they start to systemize, and to me, um, I had to laugh when you said my podcast is a system. I'm going, the system behind that, (laughs) you know, the podcast is a thing. The software is the thing, but the system is when A leads to B, B leads to C, C leads to D, what does that look like? And a lot of people are super afraid of creating a system or automating things because they're afraid that it'll take the personality out of it. And I love the point that you're like, no, you just have to do it right (laughs) in order to create the reaction that you're looking for. And then not only can you send it to all of your clients, but you can also give that to all of your salespeople who can then deliver that as well. So now you're replicating, duplicating, and you're taking something that works and systemizing it. So talk to me about that idea of, um, of taking that idea. How do you find that idea? How do you hone in on that idea? How do you help people do all those things? Well, first we have to figure out what their goals are and their big picture, right? I have, uh, the girl I talked with this morning, she's like, I really want to make $20,000 a month. And and I said, okay, great. How much are you making now? She's like zero. And I'm like, okay. So, (laughs) Uh, maybe the first goal is 10,000 a month and then we'll <laughs> go and then just 20. Okay. Let's set a realistic, but stretch goal. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because most people don't go from zero to hundred grand or 200 grand in a year, in a year, usually, but unless you, can. you have one $20,000 product. Exactly. <laughs> so it all depends on your mindset on what you're charging and what kind of packages. And she's, you know, finally gotten to there. I think she's going to be charging something higher. So it just, it just depends on your goals, you know, and your level of confidence and clarity and what you're doing, you can achieve anything you want with the right systems and the right, you know, I said lead generation, marketing, follow-up and sales processes. And everybody's different. I don't do cookie cutter, like, cause cookie cutter doesn't fit. I've been in many, invested in many programs and, and coaches and some were more, you know, do this thing and it will work to bring you X, right? And I did the thing and I'm like, it didn't feel really good. And so I tweaked it or added somebody else's thing in and then it worked better for me. Right. So I don't think these cookie cutters work for everybody. They work for many people, but I'd rather throw out the buffet of opportunities and options and let's strategize pros and cons with every little thing that you could do. And then let's decide what works for you. So I, I love that. So give us an example of one of your clients, Cinderella stories. <laughs> well, I have, uh, I don't work with a whole lot of nonprofits, but one of my nonprofits, you think, well, they don't make a lot of money, but she came in and it's her little baby. She has a, a therapy business, but she had this nonprofit that was a nonprofit, like free or low cost therapy. And she really wanted to get it off the ground. And her husband gave her frankly, an ultimatum, right? You've probably been there, you know, in your business where the significant other is like, all right, already, you got to make money at this, or you got to move on to the next thing or go back and get a job, right? So 
that's what was going on with her. She was making zero from the nonprofit, which a lot of people do in a nonprofit, right? They focus on the nonprofit just enough to pay the expenses and then they don't focus on more. But we showed her how to do a whole lot of other things that you would normally do in a for-profit business. And within a year, she was paying herself again. That was the deal. She had she had a year to start paying herself. She was paying herself, I think, 3000 a month at the end of that first year. Now she's up to like 15000 a month nice. in profit to her, plus paying and the huge growth that she has with the nonprofit. So now she went from like two therapists to 15 therapists in that nonprofit alone. And it's, it's all the stuff that we teach anybody, like it's relationship marketing, it's doing direct mail and publicity. She hated being on video, but she's been on TV now in her local area for like a dozen times. Okay. Nice. I mean, she, but she did it anyway. She hated it. She did it anyway. She said, yes. And she's now she's probably a rock star at it. She is a rock star, but she still hates it. Right. <laughs> And every time I, and she, cause she doesn't like to dress up at all. She's a t-shirt tank top, like kind of gal. And I'm like, you gotta do something different here. We gotta like, you know. <laughs> and she would reluctantly put on like a sweater or a, something else just to be seen differently. And, but anytime she, she puts her tank top on, that's what she, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. She's real and it works. Yeah. Love that. I love that. So what are the, some of the stumbling blocks that somebody might be having right now as you're listening to us going, oh my God, I, Katrina, I need you so badly. It's your own self-doubt, your own worry. Oh, I've been there. I've invested in coaches and I didn't do the work before. What's going to make me do it this time? Or how are you different? I don't understand. Like I've tried coaching. I've tried this and or I don't have the money. I mean, I've heard it a million times. I've been in this business for 20 years. I wouldn't be in business still if I wasn't getting results for people. But, oh, I can't afford it. Well, stop looking at your checkbook and look at what... Um, you can make and stop saying, I can't do this and say, I can, how can I afford it? How can I do this? How can I make 10,000? How can I charge 10,000 a year instead of 2000 or something? Or how can I increase my confidence or what can I do? And, you know, it's, it's mostly in here in our own head trash, uh, that we have to get through in order to really see bigger results. And someone's got to push you along the way out of your comfort zone. If you want to stay in your comfort zone, it's only going to get you so far. Thanks. So I'm, I'm going to venture to say that any business that has, that they're noticing something is awry and we're not making as much money as we should be. We're not keeping as much money as we should be. Clearly they don't have the profitability that they should. Then bringing you in and, and working with you will, um, give them the overhaul or the ideas or whatever that they need to be able to kind of see where they're going wrong. Yeah. Because I have such a different um, background, right. In, in uh, brick and mortar businesses and things like that. I bring that to the table because a lot of people in this coaching world, they don't have that kind of experience. They know online marketing and online business and that's about it. Right. They know funnels and I know all that too, because I've had to do it. Right. But it's such a broad expertise. I love having different kinds of clients because it keeps my mind 
uh, growing quickly, right? If I had the same clients over and over and over and all the same kind of people, I'd be bored out of my mind, frankly. <laughs> I mean, I've got- <laughs> So got people, if you're listening to this and you have a really unique problem going, I don't know if anybody can I solve this it. problem, then perfect, bring it on. <laughs> I love it because a lot of times you get stuck in what's the industry norm for your type of business and you can't see how this thing over here in this industry is going to work for your business. But that's what I bring to the table is like, well, I had a roofing company. I said, well, look at your website. I'm like, you need a free report. And they're like, I'm a roofing company. I'm like, well, you need a free report on why we need to hire, like what are the top 20 questions that we should think about and, and ask our contractor before hiring them, right? And so it was just these kinds of ideas. It was also the, you know, the um, other coaches and stuff, we have to work on the conversation. I mean, there's so many different things to work on. There's, I actually did a video on my YouTube. It's right on the smack on the front of my YouTube. It's 462 things we need to master as an entrepreneur. <laughs> like it's, it's kind of a joke, but that. it's true. And I don't right. list off 462 things, but I know there was. If I really would put a list together, there's at least 462 things that we have to we don't have to master necessarily, but we have to know about enough to be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, some way, it has to happen well in your company. <laughs> yeah, you can't ignore the techie. You can't ignore your website. You can't ignore social media just because you don't like it or don't want to do it. You have to have a good understanding of how it all works and how it all should flow through your business so that you can have a smooth running money-making machine of a business. But you can hire certain people, but you can't hire it without knowing what to do with it because that's just uh, irresponsible. That's irresponsible decision-making as an entrepreneur. You have to learn a little bit. You don't have to learn everything so you do it, We you have to get understanding. Nice, love that. And for the sake of oh, my interest, <laughs> humor me, explain to people what the difference between delegating and abdicating is. <laughs> Delegating and advocating? <laughs> like the difference between giving somebody a job and going, hey, you know, here's your job, go do this and let me know how it goes. And, you know, just going, oh, that that thing over there, I don't want to do that, like my accounting. So I'm just going <laughs> to give it all to you. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to know. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want to see any reports. I don't want anything. Well, well, what those, are the dangers to that? In yeah, business? the dangers. <laughs> and a lot of people probably have experienced this, but People will run off with your money <laughs> or you'll tell somebody, just go do my website and then they'll go off and do something or they'll shut it down and they'll disappear. I mean, I've seen all these things happen, right? Uh, or they don't know what's going on on their social media. Oh, and I'll look at their thing and I'm like, well, did you know that this was on your thing? Oh, no, I haven't left my social media person. Does. I'm like, are you kidding me? You have to have a handle on what's going on on your page and your profile. So you cannot hide your head in the sand about the things that make you visible and profitable and productive, but there are, but you can delegate. I have all kinds of VAs that are in my circle that I can recommend. There's, you know, and a lot of times people will say, well, I need someone near me to do this thing. And I'm like, no, you don't. You just want that. You, you know, I did that in the beginning and I had an assistant that would come in my home office and it was this young guy. I think he was in college. This was probably year two in my business. I thought, oh, I'm going to get somebody cheap, right? Like an intern, whatever. And he came in my home office. He was probably, I don't know, 19 or something. The poor guy, he was just letting me walk all over him. I would stand over him and go, well, you should do this and you should do that. And it was like, that is not delegating. That is like <laughs> micromanaging, nor did that save me any time. So 
Don't yeah. hire someone just because they're cheap and don't hire someone that doesn't know what they're doing in regards to an area that you have to give them full-time attention, especially if you're trying to grow your business. You need to pay to have the right person come in and plug in and do the thing. It's just more profitable. It's more profitable and productive. Yeah. Nice. Loving that. <laughs> you, let, you tell them, girl. This is awesome. Right? Absolutely. So I know that our listeners are going to want more from you. How did they start their journey with you? Well, I have a ton of free stuff on my website. I believe yeah. in free first, free first then pay. So go experience me, listen to, you know, more stuff, give us, listen to some videos, some trainings, whatever. And then don't be shy though. Like people are like, well, I'm not going to talk to her. She's too busy to talk to me. Stop it. Right. <laughs> Stop it. Go and set up a call after you listen. You can't not because I can't help but give people suggestions on stuff to do. So whether you hire me or not, you're probably going to get some good ideas out of that call. So jumpstartyourbiznow.com is the website forward slash free trainings is a place where you can go and get some free stuff. Nice. I love that. So yes, absolutely. We will go and do that. Trina, you've been absolutely awesome. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. But I do have to ask you this. At what point in life did you know that you're a special kind of crazy enough to think that you could become an entrepreneur? Can I cuss? <laughs> She's about to cuss people, so, you know. Mute okay, warning, warning. Right. It was the day that I told my last boss to fuck off. <laughs> I did. I, I first, for a second, I flickered and said, do I need this bridge or can I burn it? And so I... <laughs> I Always said, no, a good question gonna... to ask yourself before you say that. Just saying. It is. Yeah. No, he was that kind of boss that would say one thing and do the other. And he oh. definitely deserved it. So I don't just tell people that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that. Awesome. So what were you doing and, and what did you transition into? I was a marketing director at a retirement community and wow. we needed three of us, not just two. And we told them that for six, well, over six months and, oh yeah, we're going to get someone. No, I was working 70 hours a week and I, cause I felt the need to help the people. Right. Mm -hmm. And to get the people in and there was a lot to do. And so I was overworked and underpaid and undervalued. And I just said, you know what? Like I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but I believed in myself. I believed in myself. I had actually hired a business coach, which just for a few calls, like I was just curious before it was about six to eight months before that. And, um, not like a full on coach, like I would today, you know, for the year or whatever. It was just a few calls. Cause I didn't want to invest that much money. I didn't know what I didn't know, but thank God I did because she helped me get confident about going the direction I was thinking instead of doing a gift basket company. Oh my God, that would have been expensive, like expensive habit. So <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I had a little bit of that inside me um, and I had already networked in the community. So I knew a lot of people. And so I felt confident and I had the advertising job previous before that. So I knew a lot of people and I, and I felt confident, you know, now not everybody feels that confident to leave right now. I don't necessarily recommend telling your boss to F off, but, um, <laughs> but sometimes it frees up 40, 50 hours of your week and boom, you can get clients like that if you know what you're doing. So nice. I love that. And so if you're in the position right now where you're thinking about saying that to your boss and contemplating whether or not you want to burn your bridges or not, you know, you can always call <laughs> Katrina first. 
And then you can have a little celebration and a party after you say it. And then you have somebody's arms to go back to and go, I did yes. it. Yay. I know. I never looked back. I never looked back. And for those of you who are bosses and entrepreneur or business owners listening to this, treat your employees well, especially when they're willing to work hard for you. Come on, people. (laughs) There are people out there that love working for you. They just want a little appreciation, a little money. They need appreciation. I I was only a child. I needed lots of appreciation. (laughs) Maybe that's one of the questions you should ask people when you're hiring them. Are you an only child? Seriously. Seriously. (laughs) Awesome. You have been awesome and amazing. Thank you. Any last words for our peeps? Uh, Don't wait to get started. Don't wait to do what you want. Do it now. Nice. Love that. Peeps, this is Michelle Nedelec. Thank you for being here with us today. If you know anyone that would make a great guest for the show, or if you have a question or topic you'd like me to discuss, reach out to me at michelle at awarenessstrategies.com or connect with me on LinkedIn or Facebook. We love hearing from you. Thank you for listening to our show. I'm all about being a resource center for entrepreneurs to give them the information and the support that they need to make it in business. As such, the notes for this show can be found at our website at awarenessstrategies.com slash blog. Be sure to subscribe, give us a rating, I like five stars personally, and share with your friends.